Welcome to the Dollars and Cents Radio Show with your host, accountant and author Carol Topp, the homeschool CPA. Carol takes confusing topics such as money and business and puts them into clear English. She's ready to share her knowledge with you on today's show. Welcome back. This is Carol Topp, the host of the Homeschool CPA podcast here at the Dollars and Cents show. I'm part of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network, which is a great network of podcasts by homeschoolers for homeschoolers. And I hope you've been enjoying this uh, podcast series with homeschool leaders. I've been talking to Angela Weaver, a homeschool leader from Virginia. And in this third and final portion of our interview, Angela is going to talk about having a common vision in her homeschool program and how that is so key. She actually reads her group's purpose statement, which you might enjoy hearing and then uh, she emphasizes how becoming a community and building a community has been her main goal and you're going to find out some of the things that she does to build community a sense of community in her homeschool group so I hope you will find it very encouraging and helpful so I think even though I didn't pick any of these people myself they were all people that on that first board that really came together to start the group and we all had a common vision for what the group was going to be. Well, I think and that really helped, key, isn't it? Common vision. Yeah. 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 And since then when we get we've we've turned over the board a couple of times now and some of the board anyway. And you know, each time I go through and I say this is our vision for this and if you have questions, you know, let's talk about it. So far we've done pretty well, I think. That's good. And I think it's yeah. really important to keep that common vision uh, at the forefront. You know, like make a banner and put it in the room if you have to or put it at right. the top of the agenda, your purpose statement, your common vision. Uh, read, you know, whatever your vision statement is frequently because if your board members lose sight of that, the, then the, the, they don't have a rudder. They don't have a parameter by which to make decisions. Oh, should we do this or not do this? Well, what does our right. common vision say? What is our purpose here? Let's focus Especially on when that. you're a 501c3. Right. It's even more important to make sure that everybody's working off of the same page so yeah. that you're making decisions that are good for the group and stay in line with what the group set out good. as its purpose yeah. as a 501c3. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that can be pretty vague or broad. I mean, be. I actually try to encourage groups. Try not to get too particular here, especially when you're telling the artist what you want to do because you may, you know, want to do new fun things in the future. You know, because, like, if your group, when it started, or even that that prayer group said, we are just going to be a support group for homeschool moms. Well, wait a minute. What about when, you know, classes started or field trips started or all these right. other, what about graduation? You know, all these yeah. other wonderful things. So we don't want to pin ourselves in. But the other hand, you want to say, um, no, we're sticking to education, which means we're not running a, a doggy rescue. You know, right. all the well, different and, things homeschool Yeah, and when we into. fundraise, that was one thing that came up recently in our board. We have a fundraiser mm-hmm. dinner. We've done it. This will be our third year. And, you know, there's always a question of we don't – the fundraiser is not just for homeschool first. We want to serve other people that mm-hmm. – other, other groups that – you know, are essentially doing the same thing we are or, or have to do with children. So last year we actually raised money for the families hit by the hurricanes in Florida and Texas. Oh, and neat, we raised $1,000 and we split the money between the two groups, uh, the Florida State Association and the Texas Coalition something something. 
yeah. Coalition of Homeschoolers yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And that was that was the first time we added the auction, and it went really well. Oh, and that's neat. So this year we're doing, we, we had this big discussion, well, you know, where do we want this money to go? Because, you know, we would like to raise some money for some items for homeschool first, but at the same time, we've never done it just for ourselves. And we've also discovered that companies are more likely to donate items to be sold or what have you if they know it's going to not just one single little group, but to a purpose. So That's one nice. of the things that we have in our in our groups, we have a couple of families that foster children, and they actually homeschool them. So we thought, well, how about we do Together We Rise? We'll do a fundraiser to buy tote bags and the things that go in them from Together We Rise, put them together and deliver them to a couple of the the groups in the area that support foster children. So that's become our purpose for this year's fundraiser. But, you know, there were a lot of other suggestions thrown out, and we kept going back to, but what's our purpose? Yeah, there you, know, you go. Okay. Our purpose is, is encouraging our children. I love, actually, our, our statement of, of what our mission and purpose is. It's, um, if you don't mind, I'd love it to read it. Yeah, go ahead. Um, go ahead. Our mission and purpose, Homeschool First, hopes to aid every member, every member, in becoming a whole person. And to that end, we offer community events so that we may build relationships, academics so that we may build knowledge of ourselves and our world, and service opportunities so that we may contribute to the people around us. Our foremost purpose is to serve each other in all things. Our other purposes include offering classes for preschool through high school, field trips, social events for our members, themed sanity meetings for moms, and get-togethers for dads. We would like to offer citywide events such as science fairs, spelling bees, and geography bees. So the idea that we are here to become whole people is... It's really, up, it's really important. It's really important. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's really neat how you say this is our purpose and here's how it's manifested. And you actually list a right. few specific things, not that you're locked into doing those and only those, but you say right. here's how it's represented, particularly for us. Yeah. And don't you feel like sometimes when you have those, that, like your fundraisers and you benefit outside groups that are still in keeping with your purpose and not because they're somebody's you know, pet project, that that actually can build a lot of that sense of community and unity? Absolutely. Absolutely, and that that has been paramount on my list of things that I want this group to achieve while I'm president, is to become a community. You know, one of the things in our host church that we're that we work towards all the time is becoming part of their community and become essential to them. They're a very aged community. They oh. they're this church mm-hmm. a very very yeah. much an older community. Um, the average age is about sixty. <laughs> so. Wow. You know, for us to make a point of being part of their community means serving them in the ways they need to be served. So, you know, that's just all part of that. We are spending some of our surplus money from the last couple of years to power wash part of the building that we use this summer. So just things like that. And it's all part of that becoming a community. There's there's so much you can do with that. Sorry, I'm just I'm just yes. going down going down rabbit trails in my mind as you're talking about here. Your church host is is got basically a, an an aging congregation, and how could your homeschool group, who's using the building, actually? You said serve them as they need to be served. I love that. Right. 
But boy, what a what a character building opportunity for your for the children involved who may not live yeah. near their grandparents. Or you know, what a blessing to that that church whose whose members probably can't do some physical work like they used to, like power washing the church building. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So we are. You know, we we're trying to. You know, invest in their community like the way they yeah. have invested in us, in, to some yeah. degree. So that's wonderful. Yeah, and Ooh, so far we've gosh. had a lot of good response from that, which has been really pleasant. It's all about community in my mind, and that's, and I also see that as something that the homeschool community as a whole. I've noticed. I've been homeschooling for thirteen years. Mm-hmm. My oldest is about to graduate this summer, this next Ooh. June. June, and I've noticed that the community, this homeschooling is becoming less and less a community. Mm. It almost feels mm. like more people are interested in just classes and not in oh. the other things that go with it. Or mm-hmm. we put our kids into three different homeschool groups so they can get classes that they need. It, it's just, it kind of yes. makes me sad, and yeah. it's, uh, I think it's a to our detriment that we do wow. this. And I yeah. said, or yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If, we, if we allow this to happen, if we don't, you know, make a community happen and be part of it, then how are we going to fight if we have to to keep our rights? Because there will be no community to come together to support each other if we need to support yeah. each other in that. Yeah, um, good point. So, yeah. And I think just, just yeah, in, in terms of that bigger global um, legal threat to, to homeschooling freedoms, but also just more individual. So if, yes. if you are a homeschool mom and only participating in programs that let you drop off your kids. Right. And I understand those are, you know, I hear from them all the time, Angela, those are becoming more and more popular because yes, they are. parents need to work or something like that. But yet what happens when that homeschool mom needs a shot in the arm, needs encouragement, needs to know that it's normal for teenagers to, you know, to do these things or for five-year-olds to do these things, right? When right. she needs that, that, that support on an individual basis or, you know, she had to have surgery and needs someone to come and bring her meals. Right. All these, just that personal support is lacking if we don't uh, take the time to plug into a community, whether it be your church or in some ways my homeschool group was uh, acting more like my church for some years, you know, yeah, when too. I was when I was actively homeschooling. Um, not not that it replaced, you know, the church's function in terms of, you know, preaching and exhortation and things like right. that. But in terms of a community, yeah, my homeschool group was was pretty darn close to me because I saw them every week at our at our co-op. So yeah, you have so a very oh, very cool. We, we you know we for a long time, well, I guess we are now. My kids are the only teenagers in our church except for one of their family, but that teen never stays for Sunday school. So, you know, my boys are, you know, for them, the homeschool group is where they get their friends. Yes. You know, and we're not changing churches, but they need that and I need that because I'm the only mom of teenagers and I'm also only one of two moms at homeschools. The other mom is homeschooling little people. Yeah. So yeah. for me, yeah. I mean, they ask me questions all the time, and I love, you know, talking about homeschooling. But I need support in my journey, right. which right. is different, you know. Um, right. 
because your kids your kids change grades every year. <laughs> right, exactly. Up. Yeah. So yep. it's you know for that for me the homeschool group mm-hmm. was my community more than my church a lot of times. Not that my church wasn't a community, but it filled something a need that I have and still does really that is different than what I get at church. I mean, I wouldn't I, agree. I wouldn't change churches for anything, but for that particular piece of my life, there that is a little more. I get more of what I need in the homeschool yeah. group. That's um, good. Yeah, I completely understand yeah. that. Matter of fact, when I stopped homeschooling because my youngest, you know, graduated and went off to college, I did stick around with my homeschool co-op one more year because I taught a class. So that was a nice transition. But then I, I joked with my husband, I'm like. I gotta find new friends because yeah. these were my <laughs> these were my yeah. friends that I did. I had to join some new groups and find new friends. I'm so yep. friendly with those people, but you don't see them as frequently, so you're not in touch with their lives. And thank goodness for Facebook, I can still keep up with a lot of them. But yeah, yeah so we have we we could talk for hours. We could. We could. <laughs> <laughs> and and I and I love. Um, you know, I love. I'm gonna I'm gonna recap. This is more than one podcast I think going on here because we talked about leadership, not being in leadership for too long, and the, the problems with that. We talked about how you guys use use teams, and I think I would call them committees. I like how you call them teams. Uh-huh. Um, gosh, we talked about boards being too large or too small and having, you know, dads on boards. That's cool. And then and then we've, we've been talking about this whole idea of a common vision. You read your purpose statement and, and the importance of community, and, and you have to actually work to – to create and then maintain community. Yes. It, it takes work. It's like marriage. You, you know, you got to actually, I'm married 34 years now. Yeah, it still takes not as much work as <laughs> it is in the beginning, but, you know, <laughs> if you neglect it, it, it doesn't go well. So just yeah. like you can't neglect community, you got to keep it going. And, I'm, and I loved hearing about what kind of stuff you guys do with your host church and what kind of things you do with outside fundraisers to build those sense of community. So. Well, thank you so much for your time. Do you have anything else on your on your mind or, or heart you wanted to, to bring up before we sign off? No, I just want to say that, you know, being a leader is really hard, and I am very grateful for the I Am Homeschool group leader. It's been very useful, so I appreciate that you started that group. I didn't start it. I, oh, okay. I, I did not. No, someone else started it. I actually got to meet her in person a few years ago. Oh, nice. All right. She just, well, one day, just one day made me moderator. It's <laughs> like, oh, did he? Okay. <laughs> well, I appreciate her. I appreciate you and the work you do. And it, it's just, it means a lot to me to have that community there. So thank you. Yeah, I love it too. I love that we get we get people from across the United States. Thank you so much. Thank you so You're much welcome. for sharing your, your wisdom and your experience and uh, the support, the shot in the arm that you tell them. Yeah, no, yeah it's just hard because it's hard because it's important work leading leading groups homeschooling your own kids is important and very hard work and then choosing to step up and say i'm going to help lead a group is even is even more but so ultimately rewarding both both homeschooling your kids and and leadership ultimately i hope it's rewarding yes eventually (laughs) well yes it is yeah in the long run hopefully in the short run a little bit selfish on my part because i needed somewhere for my kids to have a community themselves and no, that's, that's where we have 44 yeah. teenagers in our group. That's really cool. And that's it just really amazes cool. me every time I think about that. When I, uh, when I hear all the stories about how, you know, parents are putting their kids back in school at high school, and we have 44 um, that neat. are still homeschooling yep. their kids. You know, these kids are still being yeah. homeschooled. So it's really fabulous. Um, You're doing something right. Yeah. Yay. I hope so. 
hope so. <laughs> you and your team. You and your team. That's right. So. That's right. Well, well, thank you very well, thanks, much. I appreciate thanks it. Thanks again. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Take care. Thank you for joining the Dollars and Cents Radio Show with Carol Top here at the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. For more helpful information, visit Carol at her website, homeschoolcpa.com.